Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, very quick hour, quarter to six already. You got Boomer and Gio coming up in about 15 minutes to talk lots of NFL football, as you and I have done for the first 45 minutes. Oh, we sure have, Jerry. How do you suppose uh, the news got out that the Jets were going after uh, Matthew Stafford? Yeah, Matt Stafford. I don't know. It's a good kind question. Of weird. It was like a random. I feel like we heard that before. I though. do too. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to your question, but I do feel like that that was out there. That, that was like their plan B if uh, Aaron Rodgers wasn't coming here. Well, remember, yes, but there was also the whole Derek Carr flirtation. Yes. So I don't know if that was Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, if it was Stafford first, then I don't know. The whole thing is weird, but they got their guy. We got our guy, and he's going to be our savior this evening because we need one. We um, need a hero, Jerry. I will tell you, if if, if he poops the bed... There's going to be panic tomorrow. Yeah, well. Even though I don't think there should be. Even if he pooped the bed, the Jets supposedly have this dominant defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I feel like we're covered. Historic. Historic defense. Remember what the kids said the other day? Yeah. Historic. Yeah, historic defense. So I feel like even if the offense and the offensive line, because that's all we heard about the Jets offseason, sputters at least we've got a defense did you the giants think. not have a defense i'm confused jerry um the giants defense is good i would say compared to what the jets though were last year and what we're expecting this year another level oh you're right if you look at uh, yesterday's game the giants defense wasn't necessarily the problem not terrible special teams the uh interception that really I mean, was a completion to uh the cowboys yes the cowboys did have a few drives that they went down the field with ease but the defense, I mean, again, I gave you Dak Prescott's numbers. Not great. It's not like Tony Pollard ran for 215 yards. He ran for 70 yards, I think. Correct. Um, they didn't have to do much, but they also did not get off the field in certain spots. That would have made you a little bit upset, I suppose. Do you Were you impressed by the 49ers? Yes, very. The, yeah. I picked the Steelers to win. I think I picked the Steelers to win that game. Yeah, they uh, they looked like the team. I love I love this Brock Purdy, Jerry. Now that he's back and playing, boys, well, and he's injured. also basically telling the haters, "See, I'm good. 
Maybe uh, teams do that, Jerry. We go, we spend our big money on offensive linemen in the draft. Yes. Then pick a quarterback with the last pick in the draft and hope he works out. Well, I will tell you this. The one thing that you are seeing, and we've talked about it, is it's really beneficial to win in the first four years of the quarterback's career. Why is that, Al? Because then they get that big money. They want big money. But before they get that big money, you can disperse it elsewhere and build a better team. I think that's what, uh, that's what Frank Reich was saying about as far as like why they're starting yes. Bryce Young right away. He says the clock's starting on the rookie contract. Correct. Like you got to see what you got. Yep. To see if you're going to invest in them beyond the four years. Correct. But it would help if you could win within those first four years. Yes. Because you just have a better team around them. I see Deion Sanders won again, Jerry. Everyone's very excited about that. You know what's interesting about that? I know it was a big win. I, I understand that. But they were, they went into that game ranked number 25 in the country. So their big win week one, a lot of notoriety. Then, Eddie, they were favored in this game, correct? Slight. Okay. Even, well, I don't care. It was a half point. They were favored. They stormed the field. In Colorado, yeah. Yeah. They're excited. I And I love that. That's amazing. They should be excited. I was surprised they stormed the field, though. They've been down for so long. I know long. that. I understand. They were favored to win, though. I'm just surprised. Usually that happens in these monster upsets or when you beat Alabama. But this was know. also a renewal of that Colorado-Nebraska big rivalry also. I, yeah, I know. I just I don't. They're very excited about Deion Sanders. All the college uh, shows are going to be broadcasting from uh, these Colorado games You know now. what's fun to watch is press conferences. Deion? He converses with them like. Good. And this impressed me. And I know a lot of times a reporter gives his name and affiliation before they ask the question. So Friday before I left here, I was watching Dion's Thursday press conference from Colorado. 24 minutes he gave the reporters. And there were some that didn't identify themselves, and he still referenced them by first name, which to me was impressive. Yeah, he knows. And then there was, you know, at the end, sometimes the PR guy will be like, all right, guys, one more. So the guy's like, hey, last one. So he answers the question. He starts getting up, and he stops. He goes, I'm sorry. Did you need something? You look like you want to ask a question. And, the you know, the reporter's like, yeah, well, I just you go ahead and ask your question. And he sat back down for another two minutes. Good. It's going to be cool when he's the next Cowboys coach. Oh, Jerry, that's going to be awesome. Well, Mike I, McCarthy looks like he's on a roll. Well, but here's he the rolling. deal. Mike McCarthy's got to win a Super Bowl in the next year or two. Or he's if out. If not, he's out. I'm telling you, Deion Sanders will be the next Cowboys coach. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Then I saw on Saturday also that uh, Purdue, their football game, there was a six-hour delay in the game. I thought we used to play through everything in football. Not lightning. Is that what the, what the delay was? Yes. Okay. I was down in uh, South Jersey. I didn't see this. But there was, n- I am telling you, in the 70s and 80s and 90s, there was it, never games delayed because of we've lightning. Had, it started ever. in the not, late 90s. And we've had NFL games recently delayed. Like, I've yeah. had on Compass Media Networks with the Cowboys, I've had to come on and fill for an hour and a half 
because of lightning delays in the preseason. Yeah, that that used to not be a thing. Like you, football was like the post office. It ran through all <laughs> sorts did. of weather: mud, snow, sleet, rain. Because of lightning, what are the chances a football player is going to get hit by lightning? I think it's more the. I think it's the the fans. The fans that they're worried about. Well, tell the fans to get to, to. Well, they do. That's exactly what they do. And there were delays all up and down the eastern seaboard. About. Uh, 25-plus hours of delays for all the different games. Oh, my gosh. Shout-out to college football final on ESPN. Oh, my gosh. No delays in the Rutgers there. game as they beat Temple. Oh, is that right? Did you watch that Saturday no. night? No. I didn't even know they played again. I didn't think so. 2-0 and now. 2-0. and 2-0. and And I got tickets to go see Rutgers against Michigan State. A few weeks. In a few weeks. Yes. I don't know who their head coach is going to be at the time. Greg Schiano on Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's problematic. What a weird story that was. Michigan State head football coach Mel Tucker suspended Jerry because of sexual harassment against a woman who came to the school to talk to the team about sexual harassment. Yeah. All this weird, wild stuff. (laughs) That's a bizarre story. This is a bizarre story. Yes. Although, I'm reading the details now. Yeah. There's still some some, uh, questionable things. A lot of gray area. A lot of gray area. Well, one, it doesn't look great for him, but there is still a gray area. I, I will tell you, <laughs> no joke. Yeah. I did think of you last night during the game because <laughs> I know you're going to the Rutgers-Michigan State game. <laughs> yes. And when the Cowboy-Giant game started last night, it really wasn't raining in the second quarter. It just started pouring. <laughs> and I'm thinking this would be the game that Al would be at <laughs> with his girlfriend. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't want to go to begin with. Correct. And then on top of it, to have a monsoon hover over the stadium yep. when you're already settled in and there ain't nowhere to go. Yep. That's right. <laughs> that would be right up your alley. Yeah, be right up my alley, Jerry. Why am I here? And basketball, you don't have to worry about it. There's a roof. That's correct. So maybe this is the year. There have been uh, rain delays in basketball, indoor basketball games. They have, they have had leak delays. Leak that is delays, true. Yes, yeah. that is true. And sometimes they pull the uh, the rim off the, the backboard. Yeah. You get a long delay there. That is very true. Absolutely. Uh, we got to take a break. All right. We haven't even gotten to the near no hitter with the Yankees, which yeah. was so stupid. The Yankees. We'll get, oh, my God. Bizarre. Uh, we'll get to that at some point this morning. I don't know if it's going to be next. I know Al's got a big story, though. Right now, we have an uh, Odyssey sportsman at Amy Lawrence. Can I say what you wrote, Eddie? Can I say this? It's up to you, I suppose. Um, all right, I'll do it this way. The Giants blank balls. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Just a moment before the Odyssey Sportsman, it was brought to you by Surf Pro Cleanup, Restoration, and Construction. Visit surfpro.com. What else you got out? You know, we do this uh, Giants Turning Point contest, Jerry, in the 9 a.m. hour during yeah. uh, Boomer and Geo. Uh, normally, when, when we get to turning point, I say to Eddie, I go, this wasn't the turning point of the game. Like, yeah. I never agree with it. They nailed this one. So it's either the blocked field goal or the interception well, return for a that, touchdown. Where, no, we, where, do, we know it's one of those. It should be like where the game took a turn for the worst and never. Well, then it would be the blocked field goal. Well, we don't know. You're supposed to I'll listen. tell you what I think. You're supposed to listen to the post-game That's what I think. Show. That's what I think. But, I don't uh, know. I'll just tell you, like, I agree with it today. I did my own post-game show. Oh, you did? Yeah. That was, but you were on the cowboy side of Correct. things. That must have been glorious. Uh, yeah, it was fine. You know, were you guys rubbing it in, giving the business? Well, by guys, you mean me? Yeah. No, I wasn't giving anybody the business. Who do they got next? The Cowboys. Uh, they're the Jets. Is that right? <laughs> yes. 
4.30 on Sunday. Jerry, I, I don't look at In Arlington. Ahead. Right now, I'm only looking at Jets' bills. But you were telling like, me about the Giants in Arizona I don't before. like to look ahead. And then the Niners. I don't like to look ahead before. You I'm... just looked ahead two weeks with the Giants. <laughs> I've already penciled them in for another loss. <laughs> Possibly two. <laughs> yeah, Jets-Cowboys on Sunday in, oh, Ar- in Arlington. Wow. So the Jets come off the Monday night. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.